If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer or whatever device you have. You know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you uh, so it can be heard on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I mean, a lot more. Mine is on there also. You know, I totally recommend it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, um, you know, listenership. Like, you don't have to have a minimum. Like, every time somebody click and play that thing, man, you're getting paid, man. I'm dead serious. I know that because that's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. You know, um, and what I want you guys to do is go to uh, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor F. Anchor.fm to get started. You know, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey, and uh, I'm getting ready to start this show in a hot second. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, get that Anchor FM app. And holla at your boy. You can call it magic, you can call it mystery, but you are going to call me. The Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. So, like, you know, a lot of the legends just, you know, died over a lot of reasons. Like, some, like, same thing, like, with Michael. Like, they drugged his ass and they killed him. That's what happened. That's the truth. He didn't commit suicide. All that Prince, shit, ooh, shit. Same thing, Prince. Yeah. Fucking, I mean, you, that old dirty bastard, he dr- he died. I mean, I mean, it's a lot of crazy shit to do with drugs and, and, and the death of people. And I don't know. I know it's like this. It shouldn't influence the youth. So, youngsters, if y'all listen, man, like, that's not the way to go, man. Like, for real, like, it's good to be able to use your brain. Like, dead serious, man. And I'm not saying the drugs is bad. It's the people that's behind the drug. It's always the person. It's not the drug. To be honest, shit, trees aren't bad, but if you cut the motherfucker down and stand up under, it's gonna fall on top of you, man. So it's always the person in the position you put yourself in. Yeah, well, the hip-hop world. I'm waiting for the first quarter to come, man. I mean, it's, that's that's very sad that Juice World died. It's, it's at a point the way, like, he didn't even get to get his, like, next year awards and all of the stuff that he should get and all of that, man. He won't be getting it. They playing, uh, they got Ex-Tentacion's, uh, last album. Getting ready to drop, or is, I don't know if it's, it's dropped yet. He's talking about X is uh, Bad Vibes Forever is already out on all platforms. Y'all could go check, check that, that out. out. Yeah. I figured it was. Like, I ain't checked it out yet. It is. I'm, all right. I checked it out. It is. The album Fire For Real is it's the, it's the fifth album, number five on the charts, that's selling right now. Yeah. It is dope. Like, I heard Juice World at, at first one. he was number two. Yeah. Your Juice World Lucid Dreams is number one. The only reason is, you know, when legends died, 
their shit be popping, and it's the truth. Well, Juice Wrld wasn't dead. Like, we are. Well, he wasn't dead, he wasn't yeah. Dead but that yeah, that like, song was number one artist right now. That song, "Lucid Dreams," um, been on the charts for yeah. for a long one time. Right now, and to be honest, I when I I remember just reminiscing on uh that when I first heard when I first heard the song "Lucid Dreams," it was a long time ago. It's way before this number one shit. I heard it because. It was written as one of my favorite rap songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And the beat to It Was Written, before Nas even put his lyrics on it, when I heard that rhythm, that beat, that is my top rhythm. So when I'm sitting there making a beat, I play that same rhythm anyway. Like, I'll toggle with that, and then I'll, I'll remove that little melody. So, like, so I, so I like that. So when I heard that shit... And then I heard which direction he went with the song. I said, I like that little, you know, I, I like him. Like, yo, he cool. And a lot of people was like, oh, man, that's sad music. That, that. You just get into it as a mood, you know what I mean? Everybody can't do sad, but some people do sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's a mood. And you got to be crazy if you're a human without that emotion. And you can't always talk about killing. Like, we went through a part where... It was nothing but drill music taking over and shit and killing, killing, shooting. And then you had Takashi 69 out there. He's shooting and fucking motherfuckers. And, you know, you had to have a balance. And Juice World was that balance. He came in and he gave you a little bit of everything. But it was vibe music, man, you know? He was very... He had a huge impact in hip-hop. Yeah, he did, man. Like Very huge impact. He, he impacted a lot of young millennials and he even impacted older people he impacted he inspired a lot of these artists today like Lil Nar um fucking YBN Namir all them niggas um he even inspired Ski um he inspired a lot of these artists that are out now well I know uh him and uh Juice World, uh Extentacion uh Denzel Curry, those pretty much are, those three dudes, I could play their shit non-stop, and you'll stay in a good mood, you won't get too out of hand, you know what I mean, they got good fucking music, and, I, and you know, they started a wave, and they was the only ones like them, and now we got a whole bunch of babies that's coming after them making music, which music is gonna be good, because of this. It goes on. You can't have, like, you feel me? You can't have the same artist all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's good to, like, listen to different things. It's the same thing as, like, exploring other things, doing other things that you've never done before. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, it's a... I can't say legend yet. Like, I watched the WAC 100 fucking uh, shit about Colin P. He was saying... Nipsey Hussle with the legend, I was like, oh, this shit is crazy, but I ain't going for the clickbait title because let me see why he's saying all of this shit. Mm-hmm. So I checked that out, and he was like, you know, uh, he told Nick Cannon, he's like, Nick Cannon, how long you been doing music? Nick Cannon was like, since I was five years old. And then he was like, okay, that's about 30 years. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking about the ups and downs. He's like, do you see yourself as a legend? Nick Cannon said, no. I don't see myself as a legend. He was like, well, I'm going to tell you what. He said, a legend has to go through this, this, this. And he was just naming it. 
And then at the end of the day, Nick Cannon, you know, he looked at it, he said, you're a legend. Because you went through, his people done came, left, came, left. You're still doing your craft 30-something years. You ain't the greatest, no. But you ain't the shittiest. And you know what? You've still been doing your craft. You've still been doing your dream for 30 straight fucking years. You know how hard that really is? Like, I just got off the phone with an artist who's struggling every day. And I just had to tell him, man, just stick to your craft because, like, that's who you are in this world. And that does make you a legend. So, like, if you do, if you come out and you only popular for, like, one or two years, but you did a great fucking job, broke all kinds of records, but you only got, like, two years of history, you can't really be a legend. Yeah, I understand what he was talking about. Yeah, you can't be a legend. You, was, you, was, you made a huge impact, but the only reason... Time is going to make you a legend. Like, so, yeah, you might have came out and only had two, three years. Like Juice World. I can't say legend yet. But in five years, he will be a legend, dead or alive, because we can still be playing his music. As long as we playing his music, the legend lives on. But right now, it's not even a legend yet. It's just like, just a person, you know what I mean, that died over time. Like, Pac wasn't a legend while he was living. But, like, over time, he became a legend, you know what I mean? Because he inspired, he inspired many people. He inspired so many people, and mm-hmm. it just make. Uh, and then the word legend, it, it becomes a legend because. And start the thing is, like, they stories. don't just um, inspire people to like rap or anything like that. They inspire people to do different types of things. Yeah, life. Like, yeah. Should, you should be playing a sport, anything. Fucking. DJing. Get ready for a test. Dancing. Fucking. Yeah, doing anything. You know. Yeah inspired by the music make you drive but that's what makes a legend over a period of time right because we do put legend on people too fast we like Yo, like man. that's the problem labels people put labels on everything yeah that's a topic we, we need to get into labels well labels is yeah labels will fuck everybody up man labels it will fuck somebody up mentally labels fuck the whole narrative up mm-hmm. I was uh and back when I was all like, just getting knowledge shit, man, I had found out, like, everybody, like, Moses in the Bible, that motherfucker was, Moses is a title, like, it's a title, and when I found that out, I was like, damn, that changes the whole fucking story, so it probably could have been two or three Moseses, or it could have been like, that's just a title, so they had to be more than one Moses, you know what I mean, like, it's a title, it's like, like king, like if you become a king, or you become anything, so like that changed the entire story. That means like it's maybe more than one Moses. Then Moses was entitled it, even if it was one Moses. Like you, you know, you just gotta see what's up with that. It changed the story from like just this one man named Moses to where that's just his title is Moses. So like, so so giving somebody a title, it does change the whole story and. You don't want it to be false because then we just making a false legend, you know what I'm saying? Some shit that ain't never really happened. Right. You know. That's uh Yeah, titles is a motherfucker. That's one thing we need to that's why I do like the future because we can change shit. And that's one thing we need to change, putting titles on people. You know, we, we emphasize on like sex, like put titles on not putting titles on sex. We need to stop them. We need to stop putting titles in general. Like, I think people don't, I don't know. I just just think it's the way 
like people were taught and like what they know you know what I mean yeah I mean it's group habit mm-hmm. like, you know people say it's, it's, a good it's like a routine people like to say good things but they don't actually do them and that and that and that's what's fucked up you know what I mean like mm-hmm. saying like you know, don't judge a book by its cover, but then that's what we all do. That's what I'm saying. A whole <laughs> bunch of fucking hypocrites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I openly say I'm a hypocrite, man. I gotta openly Everybody, say that. I don't care what anyone says. Everybody's a hypocrite. E- exactly. Everybody's a mother effing hypocrite. Everybody's a hypocrite. <laughs> because the only thing, because you be strongly one way, but like, yo, I feel this way about this. Mm-hmm. And then once you learn some shit, then, then you, you want to go ahead and, like, change your mind. Yeah, you don't feel that way no more. And then you be like, nah, man, I don't feel that way. So, uh, And then people want to dig up your past and be like, remember you said that? And you don't even feel that way. So that makes you a hypocrite just by nature. You're like, right. nothing you can do about it. That's why I always say, man, I'm a hypocrite. Dude. I'm going to change my mind about shit. And I'm going to feel strongly about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um... I don't know uh, if they found 70 pounds. They said they yeah, found they found 70, 70 yeah. They found 70 pounds Damn. of marijuana. The fuck? See, and another thing is... But man, I mean, he was on his way to his birthday party. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't going to smoke 70 pounds of marijuana, though. He had a lot of people there. That's why there was so much weed. Look, man, if he had 700 people... They still wasn't gonna smoke seventy pounds of marijuana. Not allowed. Man, he's just not Kush. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Another thing in hip hop is that what I was about to say is these guys need to find a better way to. Uh, matter of fact, man. Speaking on that, they need to find a better way to invest their money to flip your money. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take your music money and can't just sit in the bank because when you got that much money if you just sit in the bank then it eventually just all go you know what I mean so you got to keep it in rotation to make money back so you know a lot of a lot of people some people they, they choose to flip weed or coke or whatever the fuck you know they just flip anything you nowadays. know however they do it you know but they just need to find a better way because that's a bad bad thing to do Man, there's so many positive things that you can do to make money and make even more money than what the what they're doing with the drugs and all that. You're just gonna get caught up, especially these young cats out here. You got little 13 year old boys out here trapping now. You can do anything, man. Yeah, just about anything. Anything, man. But then, see, in that whole sense, though. We know, see, when I was reading, we know we got 70 pounds of marijuana. That's what I had read from TMZ. That was my source. And I was thinking, it was in Chicago, and I don't necessarily know where it was coming from, but maybe it he was, was legal. Com- he was coming from Chicago. Maybe it was legal. That's his hometown. Yeah, but maybe it was legal. I don't know. I know in Chicago you can get... A medical card? Maybe it was... Who the fuck's trying to... You trying to charge people and shit? I had had to do another um, 
Dang. You're going to have to repeat all that. Oh, shit. Go ahead. This right here. They got Juice World security guard arrested on weapons charges at Chicago airport. Police find lean 70 pounds of weed on rapper's plane. And that's bad. That's like, that's not a good headline for somebody who just died. You know, uh, damn. And, you know, I'm throwing out this year, from this point forward, fuck 2020. I'm talking about right now, at the end of 2019. This is what I'm saying. Fuck racism. Even if it was the president's son, this is how inconsiderate the media is in the United States of America. They don't give a fuck about you dying. They care about the headline. They care about how the feds caught 70 pounds of weed in a state that's legal. All right. You know, like where he can have it legal. So I don't know all the ish. I don't know all the stuff when it comes to uh, when it comes to him having a card or whatever like that. But I know you can get 70 pounds of marijuana. You know in Chicago on some legal shit. It's just, you gotta have your shit together. But, and the other thing, lean, that's legal prescription drugs. So, Big Pharma, take that shit off the fucking shelf. You know? That's legal shit. United States, that's y'all drug. That's no illegal shit. Like, we don't buy that shit in baggies. Somebody go in CVS and get that shit. Go in Walgreens and get that shit. Go in Walmart and get that shit. You know what I mean? Somebody's prescribed that shit and they drink that shit all the time. <laughs> so, and it is very expensive for the real shit that y'all really sell and prescribe people every single day. And we don't talk about how the media will just take somebody's death and make so much money off of it. Just, you know, 70 pounds of weed on the plane, security getting arrested at the airport. Okay, that's cool, but like, we really need to know that, man. Like, the dude just died. We ain't gonna grieve at all. But then, I, and and a lot of uh, a lot of my brothers and sisters, they're gonna have their podcasts and TV shows, and they're gonna be saying, you know, the same thing I'm saying, but they'll probably say, because he's black. But the thing about it is, if it was Donald Trump's fucking sons, and they got busted. Oh, we gonna fucking know that they gonna have the same headline. You know what I'm saying? If Justin Bieber got caught, you know, same headline. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't a black and white thing. It's just the media or some. They wolves. They don't give a fuck. Anything for a click, they gonna get it. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. R.I.P. Juice World, man. We love you, Juice World. The 27 Under Club is done got ridiculous. 27 I don't want Club. no more. <coughs> you know, the saddest thing in the world, and this is a fact, uh, the 27 Under Club is bigger than what we even give it credit for. It's like over 100 rappers who died last year. Like, every year I'm watching... I, I mean, this is probably just in Chicago. 
There's so many rappers, it's crazy. But at the same time, look, type in, go to YouTube and type in, you know, one day when you ain't got nothing to do, Chicago rappers who died. That's all you got to type in. You can type in rappers who died, and then Chicago rappers who died have its own segment. You know what I mean? New Orleans rappers are up there too. And, but Chicago rappers alone is just, oh man, the number is just crazy. And all of them under 27. You know. But the legend list this is going on, and it's, it's, it's so bad. We just lost Mac Miller. You know, and I mean, <laughs> it's just so bad. But things will get better, man, after these Christmas holidays, man. We, let's, let's get through this shit. Um. <laughs> oh. Huh? I just looked up on Instagram, the 27 Club. They got a list of people who died. They got juice on there. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I was looking on, uh, I always knew about the 27. Like, back, I was checking out Jimi Hendrix. And, uh, that's when I started looking at Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. Like, it was just getting, like, back then it was getting gross, like, yeah, how it is now. Because Janis Joplin knew about who killed Jimi Hendrix. And see, that's some, that's like a whole topic in itself. I should bring that shit to light, but then I have to get a lot of machine guns and shit. <laughs> Take myself security and shit. But Janis Joplin was going to tell. She, she didn't give a fuck. She said, I'm getting ready to tell who uh, actually killed Jimi Hendrix. And then all of a sudden she died of a heroin overdose. And see, back then, they, they just, the feds were so sloppy because they didn't have cameras and shit. Okay, let's check out this uh, 27. 27 and under. Well, um, we got Kurt Cobain. He was born in 1967. He lived until 1994. He was part, he was the Nirvana co-founder. Was at the top of the rock world before committing suicide in his home. Yeah, Kurt Cobain. I loved Kurt yeah, Cobain. Man, they gave Courtney Love hell after that shit, boy. I loved him, man. And then we have Amy Winehouse. I love Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Amy she was born in 1983, and she lived until 2011. Winehouse was responsible for the best-selling British album of the 21st century, Back to Black, in 2006. She died just three years later of alcohol poisoning. Poor baby. I loved yeah, her the day. Amy was mad. That's what she died of, alcohol poisoning? Oh man, you know somebody killed that baby. Yeah. Get the fuck out. They of drugged here. her. All the shit that lady's done, she was shooting shit in her. She was shooting heroin <coughs> in her toes, man. <coughs> she was and she died of alcohol poisoning. Get the fuck out of here. Oh shit. Right, they killed her. Next. Jim Morrison. He was born in 1943, and he lived yes. until 1971. I fucking love The Doors, first of all. The lead singer of The Doors was an icon of youth 
counterculture in the 1960s. The cause of his death remains a mystery. He was found dead in a bathtub in Paris. Wow. I can't believe to this day they still don't know what happened. Yeah. I can't believe it. You know how many years ago that was, man? Nobody knows nothing. They just found that. That was in the 70s. Look how fucking just dead. The bathtub dead. What the fuck are people doing? People are fucked up. And then we had. It was real fucked up back then. Yeah, really fucked up. It was so fucked up. Without cameras. Right. We have John Michael Basket. He was born in 1960. And he lived until 1988. The neo-impressionist and graffiti artist achieved fame few artists do, much less artists so young. He died of a heroin overdose in his Manhattan art studio. And then, <sighs> legend, Janis Joplin. She was born in 1943 and she lived until 1970. One of the rock's biggest pioneers, Joplin died of a heroin overdose less than a year later. Her final album, Pearl, was released and shot straight to the top of the Billboard charts. Yeah, Joplin. A Mercedes Benz. (laughs) Then we have um, Robert Johnson. He was born in 1911 and he lived until 1938. Johnson had a small following when he was alive, but his talent became clear to a bigger audience after the reissue of his album, King of the Delta Blue Singers. In 1961, his folk blues sound influenced more contemporary rock bands in the following decades. Few details of his life are known with certainty, but he he's thought to have died from... I don't even know what that says. That's how you know I don't even know what that is. He died from he died from poisoning and pneumonia, so (laughs) I'm not shit. Look, I'm gonna tell you something. I learned I learned in English a long time ago some shit. I guess is when one of my mom's books. And uh sometimes the comprehension part, you see some shit and it's spelt funny. Go to that next word. <laughs> go to the next yeah, word, and then go to the previous word before that one, and then comprehend it out. And then you be like, all right, I know what they're talking about. So are you reword it and put it in its own sentence? You know. Okay. Well, next is a legend. Of course, I love Jimi Hendrix. Hey, 19... Joe. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He was born in 1942. He lived until 1970. Hendrix was famous for rocketing to the top of the rock world in just a brief four-year music career. With his creativity with the guitar, he bridged blues, R&B, and jazz to rock and roll. The precise details of his death are disputed. He took nine sleeping pills the night before he died. He took nine. His wife gave him that shit, man. She was And that's crazy because it's crazy that it that they saying he took nine because like I was I was investigating the fuck out of that. And the and his wife gave him one pill that sent him over the edge that he wouldn't use it. Usually like he didn't take that type of pill. So she gave him that pill and that was like boom, overdose. 
But yeah, hey Joe, where you going with that gun in your hand? He said, I'm going to shoot my old lady. She messing around with another man. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, hey, he gone. He is gone. And she was messing around with him. She probably was messing around with another man. Probably. Well, Jimmy was on a decline too. Like his he's getting ready to be regular like everybody else almost. Like just a legend, you know. Uh he wouldn't get as many shows and shit. So back then the game was so corrupt. You know, that's why like when Suge Knight came in hip hop, nobody was doing that in hip hop. That was just like a new genre and, and everybody was laying it down. You know what I'm saying? Like how everybody signing three sixty deals now and shit, if they get a deal. They was laying it down and Suge was like, fuck that shit. Y'all motherfuckers gonna pay me what the fuck right now, not next week. Y'all coming, he, he was on some real nigga shit. And that's why he got a, no shit. That's no why he got a bad name, but really if he wouldn't have did that, man, just think of musicians would have been fucked up. They was getting killed, hang, hung off a balcony for real. Shit, no, shit came, changed that shit, and then Master P after him. And then after that, the game has been okay. That's why Cash Money is still great to, to right now. Yeah. Oh, okay, Who, who's next on this list? Brian Jones. He was born in 1942, and he lived until 1969. The original founder and leader of the Rolling Stones was ousted in 1969 as Mick Jagger and Keith Richards took over his musical direction. Less than a month later, he was found at the bottom of his swimming pool. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. Jonathan Brandis. He was born in 1976 and he lived until 2003. Brandis gained fame as a child actor on One Life to Live and became a teen idol leading the 1990 miniseries adaptation of Stephen King's It, He Died by Suicide. But I just want to know how did he kill himself? Richie Edwards... He was born in 1967. He lived until 1995. Edwards was the rhythm guitarist of Maniac Street Preachers, a Welsh punk rock band active since the 1980s and was the band's main lyricist. He disappeared on February 1st, 1995, two weeks later. His car was found near the Severn Bridge. It's widely believed that he jumped off police declared him presumed dead in 2008 after years of fruitlessly searching for other clues wow okay ron pigpen mckernan he was born in 1945 he lived until 1973 the founding member and original frontman of the Grateful Dead is noted for bringing the influence of the blues to the band's sound. He died from gastrointestinal bleeding after complications from alcoholism and a rare autoimmune disease called congenital bilary cirrhosis. Anton Yelchin, he was born in 1989. He lived until 2016. 
Yelchin came to the prominence after starring in the 2002 science fiction miniseries Taken, produced by Steven Spielberg, when he was just 12 years old. Years later, he played his most famous character in another science fiction series as Pavel Shevchenkov in the Star Trek movies. The actor died in a car accident outside of his home. Damn. Mm, that's cold. Uh, I know uh, Extra Tough, y'all. We got a name here. Uh, Florida. That's gotta be. Uh, I'm about to look another list up. There's a lot of people who. Um, yeah, man. Like, they get them young, man. They burn them out, and then fuck. Boom. There it is. That's why we gotta go independent these days, man. You gotta take your platform and just shit, man. Be careful who you sign deals with. You know, uh, get you some advertisers, get some sponsors. Oh, this is what I didn't say. And get some good-ass investors, not the motherfuckers who don't go for the money, go for the character. There was someone named um, Chris Bell. Chris Bell was the lead guitarist, and along with Alex Chilton, he was the primary songwriter for Big Star. Bell left the band after hit their influential but commercially overlooked power pop gem number one record. He went on to release two songs in 1978, I Am The Cosmos and You and Your Sister. <coughs> These two songs were also included in his post-humorous debut solo, I Am The Cosmos, which wasn't released until 1992. Bell died on December 27, 1978, when he lost control of his Triumph TR7 sports car. His funeral took place the next day on December 28, which sadly coincide, co- coincided with the birthday of former bandmate Alex Chilton. Bell continues to be an influential figure in the development of power pop and indie rock. There's a lot of people on here that I didn't mention. Um, D. Boone. D. Boone was the guitarist, lead vocalist, and one of the primary songwriters, along with Mike Watt, for the influential hardcore punk band The Minutemen. D. Boone was listed as number 89 on the Rolling Stones list of the 100 greatest guitarists of all time. His guitar style, which had a heavy funk and blues feel, helped make the Minutemen more diverse than the average band from the 80s hardcore scene. Boone died on December 22, 1985 due to a band accident. Because he had a fever, he was laying in the back recuperating when the van crashed, sending him flying through the back of the van. Since D. Boone's tragic death, Mike Watt and George Hurley of the Minutemen continued on as firehose, where Watt continued to develop his highly influential style of bass playing. Every album Mike Watt has put out, either solo or as part of Firehose, as being dedicated to his fallen bandmate. He has also written a number of songs as a direct tribute to D. Boone. <coughs> that's, man, that's, that's oh, a lot of shit. People, There's a lot of people. Yeah, man, it's just, it just goes to show, man, like what, what show business do a lot of times. Nah, but I really want to mention this one person though. Fredo Santana. He was born July 4th, 1990. 
his death date was January 20th, 2018. His cause of death was liver failure. He was a rapper. In case y'all don't know who he is. Yeah, he was, uh, ain't he from like, he was from like Jersey, wasn't he? Mm, he was from Chicago. Chicago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I know not too long ago, I just checked him out on something. I don't know what it was. Like, I, I oh, you know what it was? Man, shout out to Fredro Santana, RIP, man. I just played his music on my show. Right. I put him in my mix. Yeah, I put him in my mix. Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, man, like, you know, RP to DJ Screw. We got uh, RP to Pimp C. Those words are coming true more daily. RP to Prodigy. I was talking about him earlier on the Influence Mob. Uh, when I was talking to uh, GOD, I was talking to him about everything. Prodigy was one of the things. I listened to his audio book too. Prodigy's audio book is just like, man, it just, it sends chills down your spine. Um, I wish X Tentacion could have did an audio book. I really wish so far. I wish she could have. You know, that's, it's, it's just, damn. Ooh, these are the rappers. Legend rappers. Like, real legends. Name down, cause they all. I mean, we're doing this. This is like a tribute to Juice World and and to and, all the influential yeah, rappers yeah. out there, all the influential artists out there. Yeah, the people that over time will be legends, and we, and some of them are already legends. You know, so, shout out to Swish and Sweet, man. I looked at a check. Uh, today and uh, with a cash out it's gonna be pretty fucking dope thank you Swish Sweet thank you Anchor I always publish with Anchor because Anchor put my shit where I want it to be <laughs> shout out to YouTube they ain't paying me nothing for it but as long as y'all watch then YouTube will fuck with me so I'm just giving them a freebie I always smoke Swisher Sweets. They even got the wraps. So if you like backwoods, you switch over to Swisher because you get a wrap. Three for a dollar forty-nine. Go to your nearest bodega. Yes. Or if you want to be healthy, you can do some other healthy shit. But I'm not promoting no healthy products. I'm promoting Swisher Sweets. Don't be pregnant while you're smoking that shit. And Anchor Radio. That's healthy as fuck. Anchor is where you can go listen to my music. You can go to Breaker, you can go to Podbay, you can go to any other place, Spotify. You can go to Reverb Nation and check out some of my mixes and music and shit. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, we're going down and uh, name off these rappers. Okay, well, for starters, we have Scott LaRock. He was born August 27, 1987. His age of death was 25. He was in New York City. The cause of death, he was shot and killed. Yeah, that was KRS-One, homie. Put him on. Yeah. We have no KRS-One with Scott LaRock. So y'all check out for Scott LaRock Jr. He's uh, 
I don't know if you have a podcast, but you can catch him on YouTube and you can see exactly what his daddy looked like because that dude is spitting the image of his father. That's what I hear. I don't really know because I'm too young. In 1985, I was five years old. But I'm a big KRS-One fan, so y'all check him out. Okay, well, um, we have Paul C. He was born July 17, 1989. His age of death was 24. He was in New York City, and he was also shot and killed. Um, Who was that? Paul C. Paul C. That was his rap name? Yeah. Oh, wow. What year was it? He was... he died at, um, in 1989. God damn. And he was 24. Shit. I was saying earlier, a lot of people didn't make it out of those years. Mm-mm. Those years was fucking tough. Yeah. Just think, man. 1989. You never seen internet. You never seen cell phone. That's why I tell people life only gets better and it gets more interesting as time go on. So enjoy life because a lot of people didn't make it past, you know, fucking Mortal Kombat 1. You know, they died. And we still living, so it's a blessing. <sighs> we got D-Boy Rodriguez. He was he died on October 6, 1990. He was 22. He his location of death was in Dallas, Texas, and he was shot and killed. A lot of these artists, as I go down the list, were shot and killed. Um, Charisma. He died on December 16th, 1993. And the death was... She or she or he was died on the 20th. Milpitas, California. Shot and killed. Damn, man. Like... So many shot and kills. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing out here? Hating? I mean, like, really, like, you look at country music, folk music, rock music, you don't see shot and kill. Like, you see a couple murders. Uh, you just see some weird shit, but it's definitely weird. Not every day. That's like too many people shot and killed. Because it's like hundreds in Chicago. Like, it's crazy in Chicago. It's, it's too many numbers. It's like too many people. We have Stretch. He died November 30th, 1995. He was 27, and the location was New York City, and he was shot and killed. Mm-hmm. And we have Seagram. He died July 31st, 1996. He was 26. He died in Oakland, California, and he was also shot and killed. Tupac Shakur. He died September 13, 1996. He was 25. He died. The location was Las Vegas, Nevada, and he was shot and killed. Well, we know Orlando yeah. Anderson killed him. Yeah. Yaki Gaddafi. He died November 10, 1996. He was from Orange, New Jersey, and he was shot and killed. The Notorious B.I.G. He died March 9th, 1997. He was 24. 
he his location of death was Los Angeles, California. He was shot and killed. Fat Pat, he died February 3rd, 1998. He was 27. The location was Houston, Texas. He was also shot and killed. Um, Big L, oh he, oh damn, he died a year on my birthday. February 15th, 1999, um, he was 24, he died in New York City, and he was shot and killed. Freaky Ta, March 28th, 1999, he was 27, New York City, shot and killed. Bugs, May 21st, 1999, it was 21, Grand Rapids, Michigan, shot and run over. Damn. Yep. DJ Uncle Al, he died um, September 10th, 2001. He was 32. Miami, Florida, shot and killed. Jam Master J, October 30th, 2002, 37, New York City, shot and killed. I can't believe that. That's crazy. I'm still blown. Uh-huh. Jam Master J, part of Run DMC, is dead. Like, that's, that's fucking tragic. Um, Camouflage, May 19, 2003. He was 21. He died in Savannah, Georgia, shot and killed. Half a Mill, October 24, 2003, 30. New York City, shot and killed. Soldier Slim, November 26, 2003, 26. New Orleans, Louisiana, shot and killed. That was crazy. They can't took all his jewelry off his body, man. Mama trill because she went and got all that shit back. She found all of his jewelry. Niggas came and took the jewelry off his body after he got killed. What the fuck? Um, Mac Dre. He died November 1st, 2004. He was 34. He died in Kansas City, Missouri. He was shot and killed. Blade Icewood, April 19th, 2005. 28, Detroit, Michigan, shot and killed. Proof, April 11, 2006, 32, Detroit, Michigan, shot and killed. Big Hawk, May 1, 2006, 36, Houston, Texas, shot and killed. VL Mike, April 20, 2008, he was 32, New Orleans, Louisiana, shot and killed. Dollar. May 18th, 2009, 21, Los Angeles, California, shot and killed. Lele, July 1st, 2010, 23, Trujillo Alto in Puerto Rico, shot and killed. Magnolia Shorty, December 20th, 2010, 28, New Orleans, Louisiana, shot and killed. Bad News Brown, February 11, 2011, 33, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, murdered. Aiden Zapata, June 1st, 2012, 21, San Nicolas de los Garza, Nuevo Leon, in Mexico, shot and killed. Lo Fat, June 7, 2012, 19, Sandy Springs, Georgia, shot and killed. MC Daleste, July 7, 2013, 19, Palunia, Sao Paulo, Brazil, shot and killed. Pavlos, I don't know how to say their last name, but 
Faisas, September 18th, 2013, 34. Yeah. Kerasini, Athens, Greece, stabbed to death. Damn, uh, how the f- what the, these must be the number one artist from over there or something. Debsman, September 21st, 2013, 18, Birmingham, United Kingdom, stabbed to death. Dobie, December 28th, 2013, 22, Montgomery, Alabama, yeah, shot and killed. Yeah, man, Dobie, man. It fucked oh, everybody up in Alabama. We get close to the end already, I guess, The Jocka. February 2nd, 2015, 37, Oakland, California, shot and killed. Flaba, March 9th, 2015, 37, Alexandra Gauteng, South Africa, stabbed to death. Nipsey Hussle, March 31, 2019, he was 33, he died in Los Angeles, California, shot and killed. Chinks Drugs, May 17, 2015, he was 31. New York City shot and killed. 3-2, November 10th, 2016, he was 44. Houston, Texas shot and killed. XXX Dentacion, June 18, 2018, 20. He died in Deerfield Beach, Florida. He was shot and killed. Jimmy Wapo, June 18, 2018, 21. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah Pittsburgh, say, Pennsylvania shot killed. Yeah, I was doing a podcast the other day. I was, it was like, what the fuck is going on? And then we have Young Greatness, October 29th, 2018. He was 34, New Orleans, Louisiana, shot and killed. Face Ecta, he died January 1st, 2019. Man. He was 32. He was from Rotterdam, the Netherlands, shot and killed. Uh, Kevin Fratt. January 10, 2019, he was 25. Rio Piedras de um, Puerto Rico, he was shot. Damn, that's crazy. a lot of that's a lot of um artists that were either murdered, shot, and then ran over, stabbed to death, murdered, mostly shot and killed. Yeah, we all need this. I know we got to switch our vibration, man, on on living and like good health and shit like that. Cause I mean. It's not, I don't I don't think it's much, I think the culture has got tainted with street shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the narrative is out now. I think things will get better now because of the shit that happened. But it's a lot of people who had to die for us to be smart and not go the same direction. You know, so a lot of that, because all that shot and kill, I mean, it's going to be people this year that get shot and killed. But it's going to be less because... That was a lot of fucking people, man. It's, it'll be less because we'll be smarter. But it took all of that, you know. That's crazy. Well, this is the Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. And I am getting ready to sign off. Um, this is one of our specials. Uh, tune in to all our other shows this week, next week, and all in the future. We're in the beginning of our season two. And, uh, you got anything to Well, you already know, y'all need to go ahead, check out my singles on all platforms. Your girl, Raya X, make sure you check them out. Check out IB and Insecurities. I will be releasing some new music soon. I will be setting a date pretty soon. And 
yeah, make sure y'all fuck with me. Y'all already know what my at on Instagram is RiaX2 underscores. Make sure you add me on there. And yeah, this is your Juice World tri- tribute slash legendary <laughs> artist. And yeah, and we're signing off. Nice y'all up. go ahead and sleep right. and do y'all little drugs and whatever y'all is y'all do. Alright, for our first topic, we're going to be talking about the best hip-hop albums of 2019. For the first, um, for the 40th album, it is, let's see, Choosy and Exile by Black Beans. 39 is Ruchi's Taco Sun, Taco Sun. Um, 38 is DJ Mustard's Perfect 10. And Kiba, um, this artist called um, Kemba, Gilda, um, Maxo Cream, Brandon Banks, uh, Pivot Gang, You Can't Sit With Us. Uh, 34 is Brock Hampton's Ginger. 33, Burna Boy's African Giant. Uh, 33, I mean... 32 is Big Crit. Crit is here. 31 is Polo G's Die a Legend. 30 is Travis Thompson's Reckless Endangerment. 29 is Damian Lillard Big Dollar. And 28 is Jaden Smith's Eries. 27 is Cash Doll's Stack. 26 is Greedo's Still Summer in the Projects. 25 is Guap Dad 4000 Dior Deposits. 24 is Gray Area by Little Sims. 23 is Chance the Rapper's The Big Day. 22 is One of the Best Yet by Gangstar. Um, 21 is Rex Life Raj's Father Figure 3, somewhere out there. 20 is The Baby's Album, Kirk. 19 is Dreamville's album, Revenge of the Dreamers, the third. 18 is Juice World's album, Death Race for Love. 17, Danny Brown's album, You Know What I'm Saying. 16 is. Kevin Abstract's album, Arizona Baby. 15 is Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding. 14 is Gold Link's album, Diaspora. 13 is Earth Gang's album, Mirrorland. 12 is Freddie Gibbs and Madlib Bandana. 11 is Boogie. Everything's for sale. 10 is 2 chains rapper go to the league. 11, I mean, I meant to say 9. 21 Savage I Am is greater than I was. Number 8 is IDK, Is He Real? 
Um, number seven is um, the Baby's album "Baby on Baby." Number six is Megan The Stallion's album "Fever." Number five is Denzel Curry's album "Zoo." Number five is Tyler the Creator's album "Igor." Number three is YBN Corday's album "The Lost Boy." Number two is Rhapsody Eve. And number one is Young Thug's album, So Much Fun. Well, if you haven't heard any of these albums, which some of them I haven't heard, which I do recommend that you guys go ahead and check that out. Because why not listen to new motherfucking artists? Who isn't tired of listening to the same bullshit every day? You tell me, my nigga. Because I know for a fact I don't want to listen to the same thing every single day. So I'll go ahead and check out those albums. And I personally think some of these albums are definitely hard as fuck. Especially if y'all haven't heard the baby's album Kirk or the baby's album Baby on Baby. Or if you haven't heard Dreamville's album, I suggest you go ahead and check that out. And Earth Gang, if you guys haven't heard of them. Two Chains, of course, he hard. 21 Savage, you know, all your basic everyday mainstream artists. Megan Thee Stallion, Denzel Curry, Tyler the Creator, YBN Corday, you know, etc. Young Thug. But y'all should go ahead and check out all of the other artists that I haven't heard of. Um, I believe. Um, actually, let me stop saying, um, for a goddamn, (laughs) I believe, oh, I forgot, go ahead and check out Jaden Smith's album, Eries, um, go ahead and check out, this one's really interesting, I heard they're very talented, y'all need to go ahead and check out Gray Area by Little Sims. 